why does a three and a half or four year old who can't even tie their shoe need to know what an ally is and why are we teaching this? It gets worse though. Um, I just are, wanna, I, I wanna interject and just say that um, I'm not for, um, I'm not for demonizing anyone who chooses their sexuality. What I don't understand and what I'm against is, you know, we, we, we send our kids to school and they should be learning math, you know, science, reading. The, in my opinion, sexuality, gender ideology, all of this is, a, a, you know, should be left at home for the parents to decide. And so what I find very concerning right now is like, you just have this experience, Courtney, but and you're a teacher and you're speaking out. Um, I think it's just extremely important that parents obviously ask for a curriculum so okay. that they're made aware and that they have a choice and they can um, decide if that's something that they want for their child. Because as we know, the conditioning happens at a very young age. When you know you take a child and they, they are a sponge and they just, they, they're taking all of this in. So I'm sorry to interject, go ahead. Oh no, you're fine. And just playing off what you said, I graduated from the University of Cincinnati with a degree in early childhood education. Like you said, uh, at this age, children are sponges. They are developing social, emotional, language, cognitive development, mm -hmm. all of the things. So what you are projecting on them and pushing on them at this age is crucial. It's gonna be crucial for how they uh, comprehend and think and go about. And, uh, um, you know, if I would have started my college career two years ago, and this is something that had come up in my college course, mm -hmm. I would have dropped out 100%. Uh, whenever I was a kid, I didn't even know if my teachers were married. So the fact right. that there are teachers now that are subjecting their students Right. to this LGBT curriculum and stuff. Um, it's absurd to me. Right, I agree. So I had commented on, this is Kindercare's Facebook page. The post is still up, um, asking them why they feel the need to teach this to um, our children. And this was their response, that they support LGBTQIA+ and DEI curriculum, it's meaningful for, for children to see their identities and experiences reflected back at them through the community. This equally is valuable for children to learn about people who are different from themselves. We do not delete comments unless someone says something harmful. Mm -hmm. um, and they said that because my husband had commented on my post and they deleted his comment. What was his comment? Uh, just that it's an inappropriate curriculum oh. for for them to be teaching. And they, they deemed that harmful. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So these were some of the stories that we were supposed to read and teach um, about. It's promoting um, homosexuality, transgenderism. You know, Adrian is a mermaid is about the mermaid parade in New York and this little boy dressing up as a mermaid. They have the love is a family, which on the very top level, these are all fine books, but whenever you get into the activities that were kind of hand in hand with it, you understand what they are trying to do and groom and condition the children. Right, so right. And Adrian became a brother. Yeah. Uh, transgender. Right. 
Wow. We were also given a packet of community advocates, which you see here. These are people in the community um, who have made uh, progressive steps. So we were supposed to talk about each of them and what they did. And then you also see the progressive and rainbow flags. And we were supposed to teach the three and four-year-olds what these meant as well. So you could imagine the uh, like outrage that not only I felt, but whenever I shared this with parents of the children in my class, mm -hmm. the, the outrage that they felt too, because like I said, the parents were not notified. You brought this to the parents' attention? Oh yeah, absolutely. I told my director and district leader, if you don't tell them, I will. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, my district leader said that it would have been inappropriate for them to ask permission to teach about somebody's lifestyle because um, how would I feel if somebody asked to teach about my lifestyle? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whatever. So then um, I guess word got out. You know, a lot of people were sharing it. People were making comments on the Facebook page and it was all over the LGBT curriculum in kinder care. Uh, with their six week old children, Kinder wants parents to talk about diversity, equity, and are you kidding me right now with their six week old children? You're just trying to like feed your child at that age. Yeah. Like, they don't even comprehend this. So what, what's the point of pushing this on them? It makes me right. so sick to my stomach. Right. Wow. So then about a month or two ago, because I've been following up on this, like back and forth. I am no longer with the company, but I have friends and family who still do. And they uh, um, let me know that this is also going on right now. I had sent you the post that they did yesterday, but I had logged on to kindercare.com, which is the open company website, and opened um, chat with a rep because they uh, have disabled, you can see over here, disabled the Pride Month link. So how Arab Asian Heritage Month is read. If you click that, it's hyperlinked to another curriculum. Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month links to another curriculum. Juneteenth, which apparently is also appropriate to teach to uh, uh, kindergartners. And then Pride Month, but Pride Month, their hyperlink had been disabled. Mm. So if you are, if you're standing by this and pushing it, what, what do you have to hide? Why are you disabling links? Mm -hmm. um, nobody could answer that. I've talked to different uh, representatives twice and it's still disabled today. If you go to kindercare.com, their pride month curriculum is disabled. Uh, this was a post that they made yesterday. So okay. you would have thought that after all the backlash, that they wouldn't do this anymore. The curriculum this year is somewhat different. They have um, a bunch of other groups and communities in the curriculum for Pride Month. It's also known right now as uh, uh, seen or heard, valued, seen, something like that. So it's not even LGBT. They're giving it like a, a pretty little name. Mm -hmm. but this is, you know, they're still promoting LGBTQIA Pride Month, Father's Day, which is now called Family Day, and Juneteenth is all part of the things that are going on with kinder care, you know, right now. Kinder care in Ohio. No, kinder care across the nation. 
kinder care across the nation, but you quit your job in Ohio over this. Is that right? Um, I was going to, and my um, district leader at that time said that like they got a lot of backlash, it, it would change. So I had tried to stick it through. Um, I was actually fired in October for not being vaccinated and not agreeing to the weekly test with the swabs up my nose. Wow. After being there for eight and a half years. Wow. Did you get severance or anything like that? No. No. They said there. that it was um, false information that I had provided for the testing or reasoning that I wouldn't take the tests, that all the information and documentation that I had sent to our human resources was invalid and they didn't find it uh, relevant. So. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. But like really happening it's 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 wild okay and it's not just happening in kinder care it is happening in uh, all your classrooms all across the nation and that's what we really need to look into it's not just a daycare it is in uh, tv programming on uh, high school stages um, you have your toddler drag queen story time hours. And I know I saw this and I, I saw this happen recently in Dallas and it just, it really shook me. I'm like, this is crazy to see little kids shoving money, you know, on Isn't anybody, it, on anyone. But like, why are, this is uh, evil. I think it's evil. I think it's evil that kids should be on their bikes. They should be having fun, having, you know, swim dates and, and being a child but to shove sexuality and to sexualize our children is wrong and it's evil. And, you know, nowadays, honest to God, you have to, to be very aware of this, which is why I want to do this show, what we're talking about right now. But parents need to get involved and start asking for a curriculum and not be shy, but to email or call the principal and say, hey, listen, what are you teaching over there? May I see a curriculum? Because if you yeah. don't ask these questions, then you're just going to be blindsided later absolutely and uh, you know kids need to be taught how to think not what to think mm -hmm. um but you can see the disney drag brunches and well how uh, about just leave them alone yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like why do we need to be talking about this you know it's like no let them figure it out organically with their parents guidance yes you know it doesn't need yes. oh the, like this picture right here in the middle is just uh that is terrifying. Yeah. This, I believe, um, it was in Orlando. I'm not sure when. I think within the last month or so. You know, these are all different articles and things that people have sent me that I have found. Um, this video cartoon right here was premiered in a New Jersey public school teaching about hormone blockers. Yes. To right. 12-year-olds. Which is ridiculous and extremely harmful to a child for with bone density and every other thing. Why are we all of a sudden carving up our children? This is the sickest yeah. thing I've ever heard of. And, and uh, on my screen, lower left, Target launches trans merch, merchandise for kids, okay. as well as chest binders, packing underwear, et cetera. Another good reason to get away from the big box stores. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Another good reason to get away from the big box stores. Yep, stop giving them your money. This is the kind of stuff that they are promoting. Um, you know, there is other pictures of uh, 
it's a background that says trans, like transform your wardrobe or whatever. And it had tutus and shirts and pants of the, um, the transition colors from male to female and then that of male, female to male. So the brown, blue, white, and pink. Uh, you know, it just, it's all over and it's being shoved down their throats. Right. But these drag performances for students, I mean, what, what is, do you know, um, have there been any, I'm sure, have there been some parents who have stepped up and said, no, I don't want this drag queen performance done in my school. And then are they successful at stopping it? Um, I haven't heard anything about this one that was in Iowa. Um, like the progression of it. I know as soon as it was, uh, like all over the news. I did a show with Kimberly from Iowa Mama Bears. Mm -hmm. She had said that the school took no responsibility for it, that it they said it wasn't approved and they had no idea what was going on. Mm -hmm. But it's hard for me to believe that a school would give permission for a group to come in like after hours and just do whatever they want to. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that. And this is um, a little chart that I had found about those who identify as part of the community by age. So this, to me, only shows that the uh, grooming and conditioning is happening in schools. Mm -hmm. If you look at it, traditional lists, which were born before 1946, 0.8% mm -hmm. of them identify as mm -hmm. part of the community. The baby boomers are at 26 Gen X, 4.2. Millennials are 10.5. And Gen Z is 20.8%. Mm -hmm. So uh, they have to learn it somewhere. It's in schools. It's coming at them from uh, media and songs on uh, the things that they watch and the games that they play, you know, everywhere. They're being overwhelmed by it. Right. You know, it's also the violence that we're seeing on video games. Like everyone wants to uh, take your guns, you know, but I'm, I'm like, why don't we ever talk about the violence that that's thrown in our kids' faces with these video yeah. games, you know? It's very, very true. And uh, they're, they become addicted to them, addicted to these games. And that's all that they're seeing. And that's a scary thing too, just like how much uh, outside influences really impact children's decisions and uh, what they do, you know? Sure, yeah. So this is funding over the years that, um, you know, big companies and people that have funded this movement. Mm -hmm. So there's the Ford Foundation, Pride Foundation, Wells Fargo, the California um, Endowment, Arcus Foundation. They've all spent millions of their own to push this in one way or another. Wow. The um, wow. Gay Lesbian Straight Alliance is one of the biggest contributors and they mainly promote in K through 12 schools. Mm -hmm. Every student has a right to be safe, supportive, okay. Hmm. Well, this is pretty revealing. Mm-hmm. You know, you spoke about it with Emily, the mm -hmm. ESSER funds, the yeah. elementary and secondary school relief funds. Mm -hmm. They had their third round go out. I believe she did research and found out that 
the CDC was also promoting the LGBT curriculum. If your school wasn't part of it, then they weren't going to get their funds. Um, just recently, Biden came out and said that if your school isn't, you know, surrounding or implementing the LGBT curriculum, that they uh, are yeah. taking away the field programming. Uh, yes, yes, I was livid. Yes. What in the world? There are starving children and families that can't going to take the, the lunch money away from kids if if the school doesn't support it's disgusting yes it is it is so low it is so disgusting it is unbelievable these are some of the other um big millionaires you know billionaires and um you know huge companies the globalists the elitists that are also funding this movement. Um, the Stryker Foundation donated $250 million of his own wealth to support gay rights and Jewish settlers in Arab Eastern Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. uh, George Soros with the Open Society Foundation has donated Planned Parenthood, Stand with the LGBTQ, the Levi Strauss and Company, Wells Fargo, the no Novo Foundation, has donated, I think it was somewhere around $350,000. Mm -hmm. um, so there's like, I think I read like 50, $55 million has been pushed with this agenda. And we, we have to do something because if we as parents, you know, as a community don't stand up, then it's only going to get worse. They're going to continue to do this, you know, they're two generations away from complete control over the entire population. And if they are doing the college students right now with their far left liberal arts classes and colleges, and they're targeting our little kids, then that's it. And we have to stand up. We have to, uh, we have to do something to stop Absolutely. This. Attend school board meetings, demand to see the curriculum email state reps, organize local community groups. This is how every parent can get involved. And if you care, especially after looking at this slideshow, which Courtney, I'm really impressed. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Put this together, it's pretty amazing because when you really look at the numbers and um, who's backing this and uh, what's happening across America, it's pretty astounding. It's pretty astounding. Every parent has to speak up and say something, right? Absolutely. Don't, don't, I wanna say, don't be a drag, be a queen. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have to step up and, and uh, really pay attention and ask for your curriculum. I'm sorry, I, I cut you off, Courtney. What were you gonna say? Oh, no, you're fine. I was just gonna say, um, you know, there's a quote, I believe General Flynn started that local impact has a nationwide uh, you know, a ripple effect kind of thing. And it's, it does start small, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that my leaks and in my interviews that I shared um, caused all of those other articles that wrote about kinder care and their LGBT stuff, but at least the kids in my classroom weren't taught it. At least those parents found out about it. Right. Um, I was the only one in that center that stood up for the curriculum. There were a handful of other teachers and they went along with it. Um, it's, it's sad that, you know, as uh, teachers, we're supposed to protect the children in our classrooms, not expose them to, uh, you know, this bogus curriculum. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, parents trust teachers and, and, right. teachers and, and parents, parents have a right to know folks, you have a right to know what your kids are learning and you should have a choice. And why should the government decide or, you know, based on who's backing, you know, backing these curriculums and, you know, who is, uh, who's funneling this money when you really look at this, right? So yep. you have to get involved. You have to ask for the curriculum and, you know, Courtney, I, I thank you for like putting this slideshow together because this is pretty eye-opening to me. I know there's a lot of people who are very concerned and, um, you know, we should have a choice. You should have a choice of what is being put into your, your kids' minds because that's really uh, so important and this is all we have. And Courtney, where, um, where can you be found? I know you said you had a podcast. Tell us where I you do. can be found. So my podcast is called Patriot Strong Podcast. I'm on Telegram, Truth Social. Um, you can find the actual show on Frank's Speech. I'm also on BitChute, Brideon, and Rumble. Mm -hmm. I try to upload uh, as much as I can. Um, my main platform is Facebook. There is a podcast page on Facebook. However, they do not like me very much, and I end up in jail a lot. On right, that I, would, I would think so. Yeah, I would so, think so. So we, we should look for Patriot Strong, right? Yes, Patriot okay. Strong. Okay. Well, Courtney, thank you. God bless you. And, and I'm happy that we're in this fight together and we're in the Patriot movement together. And, you know, I tell everybody I talk to, especially like you, the mama bears, Mickey, I'm like, you know, it's the, it's the concerned moms who are really going to win this. I do believe the mama bears, <laughs> the lionesses, the people who have you know, Absolutely. a backbone and care and, and are like, you know what, don't confuse our children. Go take your confusion over there. Do your thing. Let us raise them. You don't have the right to do that. And, you know, let us decide, right? A hundred percent. And if we don't do something, if we don't speak up now, it's going to be too late. If not us, then who? Amen. That's exactly right. All right. God bless everybody. Thank you for tuning in and we'll talk soon. I'll see you later. Thank you, Courtney. Hi everyone. I'm David Nino's sister, Teresha. I decided that the best way that I could take my power back is to not comply. I refuse to support the big box stores like Target, Costco, Amazon, Walmart, the very people who decimated mom and pop stores and their poisonous suppliers during the pandemic. And they're planning to do it again. I refuse to support them. I will not mask up and go to these stores. I can tell you for a fact that my brother, Nino, is not going to mask up and support these suppliers. We decided to hit them in the wallet, the very place that it hurts the most. We took our dollars, we redirected, think non-toxic USA products, deals, deals, deals. We created the Patriot Switch. We are very proud of it. It's the most patriotic thing that we could think of to do. Thank you very much. God bless America.